All right, guys, here we are, episode 40 of the Summer of Miles podcast. We're very excited today to have newly minted Olympic trials qualifier Tristan Van Oord on the podcast. Tristan is part of the Raleigh Distance Project here, ran at Appalachian State, and of course, ran at Chapel Hill High, so a product of the Triangle of Sorts, and ran her debut marathon in a very quick time of 240 and zero seconds to to get under that 245 mark, so blasted it. So welcome to the program, Tristan. How are you doing? Thanks, I'm doing awesome. Um, yesterday was the first day that I wasn't sore. Yesterday was Wednesday, or yeah, Wednesday. So it's been a couple days. My quads have been killing me, but I'm doing really well. <laughs> so now you're gonna have the answer when you go to a party and yeah. people say, have you ever run a marathon? Yeah, now I can say yes. That's like the first question that anyone asks any runner. Exactly. Like no matter what distance, they're like, have you run a marathon? And now I can be like, finally I have. So. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Not just yeah. what was your high school mile time, yeah, exactly. what was your gym class exactly. mile. So. I know you run for all the distance project and we'll mm-hmm. kind of get into this a little bit more, but with your first marathon, you did something that is crazy to me with negative splitting. Mm-hmm. How in the world did you do that? What was your game plan? I know you're coached yeah. of course by our friend, Stephen first, mm-hmm. who does the elite uh, men's field at Sir Walter, but also coaches over at the Raleigh distance project. But tell us a little bit about just your game plan. For, for this race? Yeah, so I, talking to Steve, the plan was just to qualify. That was my goal. I um, had, I was planning on running CIM um, in December, but I ended up getting injured and I had a sacral stress fracture um, in October, like two months right before, or less than two months, I guess, before that. So I didn't get to run that. Um, Steve was saying he thought, you know, he was like, our plan would be to go faster, probably break 240. Um, you know, if you weren't injured and if we had already had the qualifying time. Um, but yeah, so for this one, my plan was to just go out at 245 pace. And then if I felt good, just go from there. So yeah, that was the plan. I guess I went out a little bit faster because I think I split at 121 through the first half. We were watching you on the tracker. Yeah. And we're like, Tristan's in a good spot. Yeah. But with your first marathon, you just never know. Yeah, you know, ne- yeah, you never know. So you guys were probably all, and my mom too was watching and probably getting nervous. And I was like, no, I feel good. <laughs> so I felt really good for the first half. Yeah. Well, I guess it's, you know, for, for a lot of people, it's not a question of nervous. We know you're a good runner. Yeah. But like anybody, the marathon is an interesting race mm-hmm. where you can have a good day or bad yeah. day, no matter how well you train. But obviously, you put together a good plan, executed. Mm-hmm. But when in the race did you kind of know, I got this? I threw, I think probably with 10 miles to go, I was like, I still feel good. And so, and, and I was like, this is like a normal run for me. I was like, 10 miles, that's like, you know, Steve has us doing on you know, on Wednesdays, we'll go out and do like 10 to 11 miles. I was like, I feel like I'm on a normal run right now. I just had the adrenaline going, my fueling went well. Um, And I think with 10 miles to go, I was like, I, I can do this. And I, and I went through the half feeling really, really good. Um, Then did a couple more miles. And yeah, I didn't really start. I started feeling it like the legs with like four miles to go. That's when it started to get. You were still painful. clipping off like sub sixes. Yeah, there. yeah. Steve was like, "You're going five forty something right now." So he he was great. He popped up at like five different places along the course. So Steve is still pretty fast. Yeah, he might yeah. not be competing. I but know he's yeah. He can he's go. Fast. Yeah, he'll take out our workouts. He's like, yeah, don't don't hit below this time for a thousand, and then he'll take us out like 10 seconds faster than he wanted us to go. <laughs> Typical Steve. <Yeah. laughs> Typical. So you, you cross the finish line. 
you hear your time, you're like, I did it. So, yeah. so what's next after that? Like, yeah, I, the first thing I did was I crossed and I didn't really know if I, I was like, I don't know what the gun time was versus like when my chip time was. So I was like, maybe I broke, you know, 240. And then I, I saw the time after that and it was like 240.0000. And Steve had seen me in the last like mile and he was like, you're going to break 240. And I was like, oh my gosh. And so I thought that I might've done that, but I didn't. Close okay, enough. Hey, first marathon. Yeah. Tons of confidence. Um, yeah. Maybe, maybe in a different setting. Yeah. You could take a big chunk off, but yeah. you never know. It's the marathon. So but yeah. Yeah. No, but the first thing, so I crossed, um, there was this guy from Minnesota, um, that I had kind of run with the whole time. Sure. Um, his name was Paul. We just met during the race, but shout um, out to Paul. Yeah. Shout out to Paul from Mill City Running. Um, okay. but we, we kind of worked together the whole time and, um, gave him a hug, took a picture with him after, um, saw Steve right at the finish. Um, and he was super pumped. So I bet. Yeah. I bet. Didn't go straight to the beer tent. I don't get how people do that. But. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you. Yeah. <laughs> so, so talk a little bit about, uh, I know you had the stress fracture. Mm-hmm. What was it like? Cause I know right before you had that, you're running really well. Yeah. And then you, you hit that. What was it like going through that? And how did you go from being injured to running a time like this so quickly? Because it seemed like yeah. after you came out of your injury, you, you just hit the ground running, you yeah. know, pun intended. Yeah. And, you know, here we are today. So. Yeah. Yeah. It was really disappointing at first. So I actually ended up, it was my longest run that I'd ever done. I was supposed to run 23 miles. And this was like towards the end of October um, before CIM. And it was like a long run workout. And um, all of a sudden it was really weird. I kept feeling like I needed to crack my lower back um and then it kind of got worse and worse to where I I was limping and I every time I took a step it was it hurt really bad um so that run I didn't get to finish it um was kind of when it started and then Steve was like okay we'll take a couple days and then kind of see where it's at um ended up getting an MRI and then it was a sacral stress fracture um I think the most the I'd been like crying so much before I knew what it was just because I was like this is so frustrating like I just want to know what's wrong so I can like get back into it so it was almost like a relief when they diagnosed me with it I was like well this is what it is now I know what I have to do um so I for about I guess it was October November just pretty much like almost three months I was just cross training so I did a lot of swimming Um, a lot of biking, a lot of like PT and core stuff. Um, And so I was probably doing like an hour and a half to two hours every day of just like swimming, aqua jogging, biking, just kind of mixing it up. For three months. Yeah, it was, yeah, yeah, I guess it was 10 10 weeks-ish. So yeah. Yeah, and then I started getting back into run walking, um, which was funny because Steve was like, don't like, you know, jog normally and then walk. And I was like, averaging like nine minute pace. I remember Steve telling me, yeah. Like, oh yeah, Tristan's going to run 13 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it was like a super short running and walking and I would kind of probably went too fast on the run part just cause I was excited to get back into sure. it. But, um, but yeah, so that was a long time. So I definitely, I was nervous cause I didn't really get up to full mileage. I mean, I was running maybe up to 90 miles a week before CIM and I never ran above 90 for this one before grandma. So, so when was that? When did you start the run walking? I probably started that in, I think it was like 
end of December, January. Okay. So I'm trying to think October, November. I was definitely off of all November, most of December. So like January-ish. Yeah. So you had four or five months of running underneath Yeah. You. And yeah. Did, what other races did you have before this marathon? So I had a 5K at Penn Relays. That's right. Which was yeah. not good. I mean, it was, yeah, it was fine. But um, that was kind rust of... Rust buster. Yeah, a rust it. buster. Yeah. I, I was so nervous before that race because that's the longest I'd ever gone without racing. And then um, I, like, forgot to put the spikes in my shoes. Like, that's how nervous I was. I did everything wrong before that race. But So how did you good. go from that race being really nervous to this race running with all the, the confidence and poise that you did yeah. to negative split by, like, three yeah. minutes? Well, I was really, really nervous before this race, especially the night before. So this is how much of a noob that I am. I didn't put the labels on my bottles when I turned them in. So (laughs) (laughs) I had like, I had written my name in Sharpie on them already, but they gave us these like green labels and she was like, make sure you put the green label on it for women's and like the men get an orange label and it'll have like your name typed out and the volunteers will know to put them in alphabetical order on the table. So I just didn't put the label. I completely forgot to put the labels on them. I just handed them my bottles. And thankfully, I'd written my name on them. Um, but until the race, until I hit my first bottle, I had no idea if I was going to have bottles on the course. So I was, like, freaking out. That was going to be my next question. Yeah. Did you get any of these bottles? Yes, I did. Or? And they were all in the right place. So the volunteers were great. Um, they could read my handwriting and put them in the right spot. So I got all my bottles. Good. good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, now yeah. you'll know next time. Make yeah. sure. Check the bottles. I know. Yeah. Always follow directions. Well, that's awesome. All right. So what we're going to do, we're going to get back to you know this marathon and where we're going in a little bit, but we wanted to talk a little bit about where you are and how you got to this point mm-hmm. as a runner. So you were from Chapel Hill. Is yes. that correct? Mm-hmm. Were you born there? I was actually born in Tarboro, North Carolina. Okay. Yeah. So. But, and then moved to Charleston, and then um, when I was five, moved back to Chapel Hill. Okay. And yeah. Chapel Hill High? Yes, Chapel Hill High School. Who, who was your coach in high school? Uh, Ron Olson. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, the famous. Legend, yes. Yeah, legend, yes. legend Olson. So when did you kind of know that running might be a thing for you? Um, so I played soccer. Um, that was my, my dream was to be a professional soccer player. Um, and I always played, I was like a wing midfielder, so running up and down the field the whole entire time. Um but I think it was, I, I, pl- I started cross country because I wanted to stay in shape for soccer. Um, and then I got super competitive and I was like, oh, I guess I'm kind of good at this. Um, and, and that was like eighth grade. And then in high school, I ended up trying to do club soccer and track or yeah, I tried to do track and school soccer at the same time which did not work because both of my coaches were super upset with me. And I was like, okay, I have to pick right, one. Right, right. Um, and running was just, I think running, I one of the main reasons why I picked running was because of the people. And um, like soccer's great and I, I loved my team, but it was just the, the dynamic between runners is just so much different than anything else, I think. True. Just like working together with people and um, just the kind of people that are drawn to running were just more my people. Sure. So. Yeah, well, and Chapel Hill has such a great history. Oh, yeah. You're in a good program, so mm-hmm. a lot to like there. It's yeah. not, not like that for everybody, but yeah. uh, Chapel Hill, shout out. They, yeah. You know, it's a competitor in the North Carolina cross-country yep. system myself. They were mm-hmm. always one of our rivals. Oh, so. yeah. Yeah. So, so you have some success there, yeah. All-State, multiple times, mm-hmm. and you decide to go to Appalachian State. Yeah. What, what takes you from Chapel Hill to Boone? Yeah, so my we had gone to camp in, at my high school, um, and I immediately just fell in love with 
the area and I wanted to run division one. I love the mountains. I wanted to be in the mountains. Um, and I wanted to go to school kind of close enough to home, like far enough away. Um, but close enough that I could come back and visit. So it pretty much only gave me like a couple options anyway. Um, and then just meeting with Curcio and doing my visit there, it clicked right away. Sure. It's just, sure. It was awesome. And yeah. it, it obviously went well. We were talking earlier, multiple conference championships, yeah, yeah. all conference. What, what would you describe your college career like? Everybody seems to have very different uh, kind of stories of, hey, it didn't go well, then it went well. Looking at yours, it looked like you had a pretty solid four years. Yeah. So what is your kind of takeaway from your experience in Boone? Yeah, I think that um, college, the college running just taught me how to balance everything and how to be smart with running. So my freshman year, I actually did not run well at all um, at App. I kind of was too much into the going out and having fun kind no of way. thing and I was like yeah I was like yeah um I can be really fast and also go out and have fun good lesson to Which, learn yeah, early on yeah exactly um so and I was like why am I not running well like <laughs> I was only up until three and then had to wake up at six and go do this workout like why Shock. am I so slow yeah. <laughs> um so I think kind of realizing that and prioritizing school and running and then also you know having fun sometimes but you know, controlled fun. Yes, controlled fun. So um, it taught me that, you know, to be successful, you have to get your priorities straight. Um, definitely got my mental game a little bit better and believing in myself and stuff too. So. Sure, sure. Yeah. So before we kind of go to your next step, we mentioned this earlier. Sandy and I are running the bear this year. Oh, yeah. I went to App State camp three mm -hmm. years in high school, which we figured out my first year of cross country camp would have been around this time in 1994. Which was the year Tristan was born. Exactly. Well, was it in the summer of 94? It was. So then yeah. I wasn't even born yet. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> well, the trails were still great. Yeah. And it, yeah. probably the same as, as when you were there as when I was there and now when we'll go in a couple of weeks. But tell us some of your favorite places that you like to run up in Boone, Blowing Rock. Yeah, definitely uh, Moses Cone Park. Like yep. going around Bass Lake and then running up to the Manor House. Sure. Um, if you go to Trout Lake. Yeah. Um, and Rich Mountain, sure. um, just be careful of the cows because if they have babies, they can be aggressive sometimes. That's the one that goes up like four miles and then yeah, down. Yeah, yeah, it goes up. It's, yeah. it's hard to go up, but it's definitely worth it. It's beautiful. And then there's, yeah, so they have a couple gates that you go through. And then sure. they have the, I mean, they're not wild cows, but the cows that just roam around up there, which is fun. You have to be careful not to step on any cow ties, but yes, whatever. Yes, cow pies. Um, but yeah, those are definitely the the two places that we would run most of the time. So. And what's another spot beyond running that you like to get to? Yeah, so um, let me think. Restaurant wise. Restaurant yeah. breakfast. Whatever. Yeah, I don't know. Um, you could do. Let me think. I think my favorite restaurant is probably Proper's a really good one. Oh, Melanie's. Okay. Yeah, that's a good one. Melanie's for brunch. That's that's a really good one to okay. go to. Good to know. Yeah. Um, and then, obviously, I don't know, driving down the parkway is fun, too. Sure, Just yeah. Kind of stopping at the view spots and doing all of that. Explore Boone, y'all. Yeah. It's it's really fun. It's great. It's my it's my favorite place. So, you finish up at Boone, have, yeah. a, have a great career. You start thinking about continuing to run or maybe getting a job or maybe mm -hmm. going back to school or something kind of where what led to 
where you are now, kind of linking up with the girls from Raleigh Distance. Did you know yeah. them beforehand or? Yeah, so I had raced, um, I'd raced with Andy, um, and I was planning on coming back to Raleigh. So I had been with my ex for a while. Um, and so he kind he got a job in Raleigh. Um, and so I, and I didn't really know what I wanted to do at that point. So I was like, okay, like you have a job in Raleigh. Um, my family is in Chapel Hill, like his family was in Raleigh. So we decided to come back. Um, I talked to Andy, I had done Raleigh relays with her and she paced it and she paced me to my PR in the 10K. And I talked to her after and she was like, don't worry. Like we're gonna get a team started here. Um, and she was like, there's already a couple of girls that are interested. Um, so I had just been like DMing her on Instagram, like kind of fangirling over her. Hey girl. Yeah. <laughs> you up? Yeah, I was like, hey, <laughs> hey Andy, it's Tristan. You don't know me, but I just stopped your whole Instagram. Um, Good people, Andy. Yeah. <laughs> we like her. Um, so yeah, I had messaged her and um, we ended up, we just started training together and then we had um, the race at the Virginia 10 miler in September and on the way up we were like let's think of names for our team I remember yeah. that yeah and then kind of all started from there so yeah. and how long what has that been a little over a year now yeah it's been yeah so that was 20 it was the Virginia 10 miler in 2017 okay okay yeah. so yeah almost like a couple almost years, two years. Right. yeah time flies I know so with that, you've got a little group together. Mm -hmm. uh, you guys have been doing it, and you're the first qualifier so far. So yeah, so far. Now you, now you have to set an example. I know, I know, so far. Um, but we'll, yeah, I, we're gonna get some more. Andy will be good in um, in the fall, so she'll she'll be able to get it there. And then um, Sammy's gonna do really well this Friday. Yeah. And represent hopefully at Sir Walter's. So. Listen to ep episode 39, we talked about that. We, we gave Tristan her own episode here. Yeah. This oh, is a little yeah. different than Miling, <laughs> but yes, reminder, if you're listening to this on Thursday or Friday morning, come yeah. see us Friday night at Meredith for the pop-up final and see Raleigh Distance yeah. Project Sammy George. Yeah, she'll be, I'm really excited about her, so she's been running really well too. She has, yeah. 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 We'll talk a little bit about um, to people that might not be familiar with the Raleigh Distance Project, kind of what what is the goal there? You know, what has it been for you so far? Obviously, you're, you've had some success, but what is kind of your intention of, of that group? Yeah, so um, we wanted to start a group where we could kind of um, just have a group of women who all kind of had similar goals and competing on like the national and international level, um, qualifying for the trials, doing all of that. Um, we wanted to have a group where we could kind of somehow support ourselves through running, um, even though we all kind of wanted to keep um, part-time jobs or full-time jobs, like Rita's a lawyer, you know, um, Aaron's in med school. Um, so we're all super busy, but we wanted to have kind of this group and this support system um, to help us strive and go farther so in the sport. And you guys have recently started a training program mm -hmm. for kind of local community called The Pursuit. Can you yeah. tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so The Pursuit, um, it took us a while to kind of think of that name. We were all arguing about different things, but that's what we what we landed on, which is pretty cool. Um, but yeah, so through, um, with the help of Renology, we started this group and we kind of, we wanted to base it um, kind of off of something like the Atlanta Track Club um, or like Heartbreakers or something like that. Sure. We just want to have um, this community team that's um, linked to RDP and the rest of the running community. Um, so Andy and I are coaching it right now. Um, so we have we have a good group of people that have come out for the past couple weeks. Um, but we have a couple training plans. Um, all distances, paces are welcome. Um, it's just a membership fee you pay once um, 
for a whole year. And um, they're going to get, our kits are coming out soon for them, the race kits. Um, you get personalized coaching, all of that. Um, we meet up on Tuesdays. So we also want to start doing like drop-in fees for workouts too, if anyone just wants to like try it out as well. Sure, sure. Yeah. Well, we'll put a link to this in the show notes if you're interested in being coached by Tristan and Andy, yeah. two excellent runners, former soccer players. Yep, so exactly. if you're one of those ex-soccer players and think, maybe I could be good at this running yeah. thing, <laughs> they could coach you up. Perfect, exactly. So so here we are today. Good vibes. We just got yeah. the Olympic, Olympic trials qualifier out of the way. So what is on your horizon now? Yeah, so I'm going to take a little bit of a break. Um, I was trying to convince Steve to let me run another marathon before the trials, but I probably won't just because it was my first and I want to give um, my body a little bit of time to get used to it. Um, I also, it's really funny, like people after the race, I was like, yeah, that was amazing. Like, I feel great. And they were like, just, you know, next marathon, just don't, just because you felt good in this one, don't go out too hard. It's so a fickle beast. I know, I know, seriously. Um, so I think I'm probably going to do a half. I was thinking about like Indy or something like that, or just something in the fall, like doing, um, a fast half marathon. I just want to get my time down. So my PR is from Pittsburgh, which was a pretty hilly course. So I definitely think I can go faster than that. Sure. Yeah. What else is going on, Tristan? What are your favorite places to run in Raleigh? In Raleigh. And you can go Chapel Hill too. Yeah. You, you, can, you okay. can dig around the triangle. Yeah. You've got experience in all places. Yeah. So let's see. Um, so if your legs are sore, definitely Tobacco Trail. Get okay. the flat stuff out. You get a little bit of soft surface there. Sure. <clears throat> um, running downtown in the morning. So we have a group run that goes from Cup of Joe on Thursday mornings at 6 a.m., um, which is super fun. We have a ton of people come out for that, and it's growing even more. So if anyone's interested in that. 6 a.m. Cup yeah. of Joe on Hillsborough Street. Yes, the one on Hillsborough Street. Um, and their coffee is just amazing, too. To you know, That's what I always look forward to at the end of the run. Um, but, right, yeah, so running downtown kind of before everyone gets up in the morning is um, super fun. I like running at the art museum. Um, Umstead for long runs, definitely. Switching it up with some hills there at Umstead Park. So Hills make champions. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay guys so that is Tristan Van Ord Olympic trials qualifier very excited for her any parting words Tristan as we go towards this next thing as you enjoy your recovery what's your favorite recovery spot in Raleigh my favorite recovery spot hmm okay so Cup of Joe is probably one of them okay um I really like let me think of like good foods and stuff in Raleigh. Lily's Pizza. Let's Lily's go is with good. That. Yeah. As long as somebody doesn't drive into Yeah, you. exactly. <laughs> I know. That's crazy. But yeah, Lily's Pizza for sure. Get a, get a PBR and uh, five points. You're pizza. speaking my language. Yeah. <laughs> all right, guys. So that's it. Make sure and check out RaleighDistanceProject.com for all the info. We'll put something in the notes about the pursuit as well. I know they have a new kit every quarter there and you get to train with some really fun and fast or slow people just another group of friends to run with so that is summer miles episode 40 signing off this girls i'm gonna marry a girl from chapel hill before i go on tour and then i'm gonna call her from the road just so she can sing me to sleep i'm gonna marry a girl from chapel hill before i go on tour